Welcome to Spend, Donate, Invest, a podcast at the intersection of social justice and personal finance. Let's talk about how we can spend, donate, and invest more in line with our values. Today's letter is about where to find charities and what to ask. Here's the letter. How should I research a charity to decide if I want to give to them? Where do I look and what questions should I be asking myself? This is such a great question and one that I think a lot of us can relate to. Most people give when they're asked to, and it's a secret that fundraising professionals are always talking about. So it isn't necessarily that most people really sit at home and think in a very planned way about where they want to donate. I think for a lot of people, it's when their friends and family ask them to donate or a natural disaster, or a humanitarian crisis of some sort. And this is a way to meet urgent needs, but I love this idea of sitting back and thinking more proactively about where you want to donate. So I'm going to start with the last part of your question, what should I be asking myself? Because that's going to inform where you go to look for this information to research potential charities. So first question, what to ask yourself What's your budget? Is it important to you that you're able to claim tax benefits from your donation? So you'll have to look up tax information for your area and definitely consult with a tax professional for your specific case. But in general, you know, look at the standard deduction and ask yourself, are you realistically going to be donating more than that? If you were thinking about donating an amount that's somewhere close to that range, or you have other deductions that'll get you close. I have heard of people stacking their donations so that maybe they pile up the money and donate it every few years so they can meet that standard deduction. But if you think you'll be donating less than that threshold, that tax threshold this year, that might free you up from having to worry about whether or not the charity is a 501c organization. And all that means is that they have filed paperwork with the IRS and they've agreed to comply with some legal requirements to keep that tax-exempt status. There are some wonderful initiatives around our country that have not filed for 501c status. So you may have just opened yourself up to even more options to find the people who are doing the work that you're passionate about. After you've figured out your budget and whether or not tax deductions are important to you, now comes the fun part, thinking about your values and your priorities for the year. So I would encourage you to take some quiet time, pour yourself a warm beverage, maybe in the morning before your day starts. Maybe in the evening, if you can get a moment to yourself, reflect on the topics that really speak to you. When you read the news, which articles are the ones you always read? When you you read or listen to someone's life story and they talk about the challenges they faced, which ones really tug at you? What do you feel are the most important, most overlooked types of help that are needed? What is overlooked? Who is overlooked? These are some questions that start the brainstorming for you. And these priorities can change over time as you change and as the world changes. I'd encourage you to pick one or two things to start with. For example, for me, one issue that I have never been able to stop thinking about is the access to menstrual products and how that can be a barrier to attending school for many girls around the world. 
So maybe you have always been galvanized by LGBTQIA plus rights. Maybe you're like my friend who randomly got a job on Skid Row and has not been able to stop thinking about access to housing ever since. Or for you, it might be that you're committed to being a better ally to the people in your community. That can be another amazing way to think about your giving. And on this show, in addition to talking about donating, we also talk about your spending and investing. So being oriented around your local community is an amazing way to orient how you use your money in all three of those ways. You can do some internet research to find out what local initiatives are going on that need financial assistance in your city. Even if you're not religious, you can connect with local religious institutions to find out what programs they know about. They tend to be connected to what's going on locally. So far, we've talked about deciding your budget and your priorities. The next question to ask yourself is if it would be more motivating to go deep with one organization or to spread the love among a few different charities. If you're somewhat new to giving, I'd suggest picking two or three places to give this year and getting that experience. Maybe one small and one medium charity. Set up reminders on your calendar or auto-deductions from your banking account to send donations every month or every quarter. I've seen people donate on their birthdays, and I do think that's great. But for many of us, once a year probably isn't enough to make it a regular part of our practice. So I'd start with monthly or quarterly. And again, set up reminders on your calendar or set up auto deductions. You'll start to see how you feel. I'm someone that really values flexibility and being able to respond to different needs that I might not have been thinking about at the beginning of the year when I was setting my intentions. But I also like to see the slow but steady building of contributions and how they can add up over the course of a year or multiple years. So what I've done is to split uh, my charitable giving so that a portion of it is automatically going to an organization month after month after month, and the rest of the money is free for flexible donations on a monthly basis. And that way, when a humanitarian crisis happens or a friend is raising money for something important, you know, I'm still building momentum, uh, but preserving some flexibility. And if you've come up with other solutions, please do share them. So those are the three fundamental questions to ask yourself your budget, your priorities, and your strategy. The other part of your question was where to research information about charities. I have a lot of thoughts about what we ought to be measuring when we evaluate charities. I'm going to save that for another episode because this one is already packing in a lot. But in terms of where to find info to help you decide whether to donate to an organization or not, here are some suggestions. There are so many sites that are set up as charity evaluators. None of them are perfect. So they're all going to be evaluated according to their criteria, not yours. So it can be a starting place to look at GiveWell or Charity Navigator, but use those websites with an eyes wide open approach. You know, it's like picking a college. We're not all looking for the same thing. How I like to use those sites is to find out some basic information, like how old the organization is, who runs it, and what is their annual budget. But there's some metrics I don't use, like the percentage of their money that goes to administrative expenses. Sometimes I'm curious to see if salary information for the people that run the organization is listed. But again, I can't say that it's a metric that helps me to decide or not decide. I like to also go to the charity's website if they have one. 
If they publish an annual review or an annual report or letter from the leader of that organization, I love to read those. I really love to read those. But all organizations aren't going to have the budget to create those glossy end-of-year reports. But yeah, if they have it available, read those. If they have community events where they need volunteers, that can be a great way to get to know an organization too, especially if you're giving to local groups. So it's a little bit of a combination of maybe looking at those charity evaluation websites with a huge grain of salt, plus the organization's website plus their annual reports, maybe volunteering at their events, if you can. So now that I've said all this, I want to encourage you to avoid analysis paralysis and start by giving small while you continue to decide if you feel comfortable giving more of your money. So once you start donating to an organization, many of them are going to keep you in the loop as to what they were able to do with your money. And that might help you feel more comfortable to donate more money in the future. That, that can be part of your vetting approach. I hope that was helpful. I created a guide to help you decide on your priorities, and you can get that by emailing the show. Just check out the show notes for the email address. And I've also been thinking about creating a guide on how to vet a charity before you donate. Just let me know if that would be helpful. So what do you think? Have you found other ways to tackle this quandary? Or do you have a different question? If you ever have a question about how you spend, donate, or invest, or anything else related to doing good with your money, send it in and I'll do the research, ask experts, and share what I find out. Check out the show notes for the email address to send in your questions. If you think there should be more conversations like this, please write a review for this podcast on iTunes. This is the biggest support you can provide this podcast. If you're too busy, please just leave a rating. And of course, please share this episode with anyone who you think might find it interesting.